Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. Hudel Freeman is driving south on Highway 101 near the north border of Sonoma County. He's transporting dozens of pounds of marijuana to L.A. And a cop going the opposite way hits the brakes. Makes a U-turn, crossing a wide, grassy highway divide, and pulls him over. And he grinned and smiled at me and did not respond. At that moment, I knew I'd been had. Today, a pattern by Rohnert Park police who stop and seize marijuana and cash, and the people who say it's not theirs to take. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Um, Hugh Del Freeman, so bring me to the road and just kind of go through it piece by piece. Hi, how's it going? Suki Lewis covers criminal justice for KQED, and she recently met up with Hudel Freeman to talk about what happened around a year and a half ago. It's December 2016. Legalization has just passed in California. He is a medical cannabis grower. I'm currently a cannabis farmer in Anderson Valley in Mendocino County. And he's rented a rental car, and he's driving down with 47 pounds of medical cannabis in his car. Yeah, I was in an Enterprise rental car. Driving southbound. From Philo in Mendocino County to Sherman Oaks in Los Angeles County. So he's driving through this really tiny town in Sonoma County called Cloverdale. Through Cloverdale and got on Highway 101 and I was driving southbound. in the Like right on the border between Mendocino and Sonoma. About 66, 67 miles an hour. Freeman says he was obeying all the traffic laws. He had his cruise control set right on the speed limit. As he described it, I'm an old man. I don't take risks. <laughs> and so he's headed down the freeway, and he sees this cop car drive past, and it immediately hits the brakes, he said, and does a U-turn across this 25-foot median. And it caught my eye because it wasn't a Cloverdale Police Department, or nor was it a highway patrol. It caught my eye. The blue caught my eye because, you know, blue wasn't used in that area. Pulls up behind him, flashes its lights, and he's kind of like, oh, crap, you know, like, what's going on? Turned out to be a Rohnert Park Police Department car. I immediately pulled over. And he has 47 pounds of marijuana on him. What's going through his mind at this point? Well, he's he's a little bit nervous, but he's got his, you know, black battered leather compliance briefcase with him. A small valise. It looks like one of those old medical suitcases almost, double the size of a lawyer's briefcase. Uh-huh. We commonly refer to as our compliance binder. He has a permit from the sheriff of Mendocino County, paperwork with a dispensary in Sherman Oaks that says this man has an agreement with us to transport and to cultivate. He thinks, okay, like, I've got the paperwork. I should be okay. So when do things change for Hudel Freeman? 
The police officer kind of walks up to the window, and Freeman says he actually spoke first. Asked him why he pulled me over. And the officer said, um, your car touched the white line. On the right side of the road. Yeah, the, the white line on the side of the road. And Hudell says, no, I didn't. And then he says the officer just... Grinned and smiled at me and did not respond. At that point, he knew something was really wrong. Yeah. He said the next question out of the officer's mouth was, do you have marijuana in the car? I'm assuming he says yes? Yeah. I said, yes, I do. Yeah, he says yes. He said, you do? He gives them the phone number for his attorney. He gives them the phone number for the dispensary. And the cops actually start making calls. and they To find out if he's legit. Yeah. Wow. And they both back up Mr. Freeman. Do they let him go? Do they cite him? They say, well, we are still going to seize this marijuana and we're going to cite you because you do not have a transportation license. So Freeman says he knows these transportation licenses aren't yet available because he literally just checked to see if he could get one to make this trip. They wrote him a citation for having more than an ounce of marijuana. At that time, that was still a misdemeanor, not an infraction and um, take his 47 pounds and let him go on his way. Do you have any idea how much 47 pounds of marijuana means to uh, Mr. Freeman? He said that it was basically his year's worth of income, looking at about sixty-five dollars to $70,000. Okay. So Mr. Freeman loses a year's worth of salary, basically, and he's cited by police in, in with this weird exchange where I guess he feels like he'd been had. What happens to Mr. Freeman then? You know, according to Mr. Freeman, he calls the Roanoke Park Public Safety Department the next morning and says, please don't destroy my medical cannabis. But uh, that doesn't happen. The city said that it destroyed this marijuana. When Suki first spoke with the DA's office, a spokesperson told her Roner Park Police had not requested prosecutors file charges against Hudel Freeman. Then a few weeks later, they reversed course and said the police department did, in fact, make that request. We've found a number of people who have come forward with very similar stories and kind of point to this pattern of people getting pulled over for kind of like touching the white line or, you know, going two miles above the speed limit or things that are just kind of iffy or squishy reasons. And one of the common threads between these stories is this common officer, Sergeant J.C. Tatum of the Roanoke Park Public Safety Department. Who is J.C. Tatum? J.C. Tatum is a local boy who grew up in Roanoke Park and, you know, went to high school there. And then pretty much his first career was in the Roanoke Park Public Safety Department. He joined the department in 2003. It's not always been a smooth ride, actually. He was involved in a lawsuit against his department. He has also been sued himself. What we started finding, this kind of pattern, begins around 2013 when he gets tasked with stopping cars coming from Mendocino and Humboldt counties, where a lot of marijuana is grown, and going down south to markets in San Francisco and Los Angeles. So all this stuff that you're pulling on J.C. Tatum, a lot of it's in public records, right? Is there any proof of J.C. Tatum's character that you have? 
So Sergeant Tatum has a bit of a reputation. I've spoken to five different defense attorneys in Sonoma County. One of them, Isaac Schweiger, um, who actually prosecuted a case in which Tatum was involved and was caught lying on the witness stand. Well, he had a reputation amongst the prosecutors at the time of being uh, how sh- uh, maybe, what's the right word? Uh, his testimony was not of the highest quality and sometimes uh, gave rise to uh, people disbelieving it, even on the side of law enforcement. So what happens to all the marijuana that officers collect like this? Um, yeah. I think that's still an open question. I am not law enforcement. I can't go find out. They are supposed to take that marijuana and book it into evidence and destroy it. But there is some evidence that not all of the marijuana that was seized was making it into the evidence locker or being destroyed properly. Is it just pot? It's not just pot. There's money that's kind of traveling north. They kind of describe it as like cash goes north, green goes south. (laughs) And this is actually legal. So law enforcement, if they believe that you have cash that is related to the sale of drugs or related to illegal activity, they can basically take your money. And so he was, you know, racking up some really high numbers in asset forfeitures. That is a huge windfall to his local department. Well, people like Hudel, in, in, in a way, they're pretty vulnerable, right? They are carrying pot, which has had stigma for a long time, and it's only recently become legalized recreationally in California. Do you have any sense of, like, how Hudel feel about the position that they're being put in? Um, Well, I think this is as old as time, (laughs) you know, like you kind of you use the leverage that you have, you take from the people who can't say anything. With the the changing laws here in California, people are starting to feel like just because we're, you know, operating in this industry does not mean we should be preyed upon anymore. They broke my trust. I no longer believe any police officers whatsoever. And I think, you know, for Mr. Freeman, he's like, I pay taxes. I pay permit fees. I had taken every precaution to do everything I could to be legal. Do right by me. Like, this is a system that promised to protect me. Suki, thank you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Officers J.C. Tatum and Joseph Huffaker have been placed on leave and are under an internal investigation. An attorney for the two officers says this is only an administrative investigation and not criminal. To see the full story, you can find a link in our episode notes, or you could check out kqed.org. Thanks to North Coast Journal and independent reporter Kim Kemp for collaborating with KQED for this story. Okay, now for some other news. Uh, The Bay is going to be switching to our summer schedule starting this week. So you'll be getting three episodes a week. So we've got a vacation too. So thanks to producer Erica Aguilar, our regular on the show, and Erica Kelly, who's filling in a couple of days this week. The Bay is produced at KQED in San Francisco. We are your local public media station supported by listeners like you. And if you are a regular listener, please tweet at us, share us with a friend, or just leave a comment on iTunes. It really helps people find the show. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. 
I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.